tonight. Our first look at the mass destruction in Colorado, up to a thousand homes torched by fast-moving wildfires, entire neighborhoods wiped out. Tonight, we take you inside the frantic evacuation of tens of thousands as those fires closed in. Celebrations and cancellations, COVID forcing many cities to scrap their New Year's plans. But New York and Vegas are still pushing forward as the U.S. case count sets another new record, nearly 600,000 in a single day. Storms taking aim at major airports during one of the busiest travel weekends of the year. Airlines already grounding 1,000 flights a day. Will you make it back home? The fallout after police are forced to shoot and kill an endangered tiger at a Florida zoo. Will they press charges against the custodian who stuck his arm inside that cage? And as we close out 2021, the New Year's festivities already underway from around the world. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Good evening, I'm Peter Alexander in tonight for Lester. Those devastating wildfires in Colorado that destroyed communities in seconds. As many as 1,000 homes burned, leaving families homeless to start 2022. And tonight, that threat is still not over. Emily Aketa is on the front lines near Denver. Tonight, the destruction is catastrophic as fast-moving infernos raged across Colorado, more than tripling in size in less than 24 hours. Tearing through residential neighborhoods near Boulder like a blowtorch fueled by intense 100-mile-an-hour winds. It was pretty shocking. The winds were blowing embers all over the road. Old Town Superior was on fire. Um, it just unbelievable. Chaos and confusion as tens of thousands scrambled for their lives. Shoppers fleeing a Costco with the doomsday scenario closing in. You know, it almost seems like a tornado, a hurricane, a fire, uh, all in one. President Biden promising federal assistance as today Colorado's governor surveyed the damage from the air. Entire communities now an apocalyptic wasteland. Have you seen anything like this before? Well, nothing with the, the pace of this fire. This one was right in, you know, your neighborhood Target, your neighborhood Costco. Uh, the hospital had to be evacuated. So this was a fast-moving urban and suburban fire. The estimated toll, now upwards of 1,000 homes damaged or destroyed. The Marshall Fire poised to be the most destructive blaze in Colorado history for property loss. The cause still under investigation. Our neighborhood was, was pretty engulfed in smoke. Among the residents who will return to nothing, college football coach Mark Smith. We've gotten some reports from some of our neighbors that our entire street uh, is gone. And uh, uh, that's, uh, that's just hard to swallow. Still tonight, a sigh of relief. Amid so much devastation, few reported injuries and officials holding out hope for no loss of life. If we can emerge from this without any fatalities, that's nothing short of a New Year's miracle. And Emily Akata joins us live from Boulder, Colorado. Now, Emily, what progress are firefighters making? They're trying to put out those fires, certainly getting help from the snow. 
Hey there, Peter. So it's still far from being contained, but first responders getting some badly needed help from the weather. First, those winds have eased up. Second, you can see moisture on the ground, snow covering uh, burn scars like the ones you see behind me. Boulder County could get up to eight inches of snow by tomorrow night. Peter. What a dramatic difference in that scene in just 24 hours. Emily, thank you for those tens of thousands forced to flee with almost no warning. It has been a terrifying ordeal. NBC's Steve Patterson now on the dramatic escape as the fires closed in. Out the window, the smoke was thickening. As Jason Fletcher in Colorado for the holidays shot this video, he was at a Chuck E. Cheese with his wife and family. I saw flames, and that's when I yelled, flames, I see fire. With the fire approaching dangerously close to the restaurant, parents gathered children and scrambled to the exit. Winds so strong. I can't get this door open. For a moment, they struggled to get out. When you finally get outside, and it's just all hitting you, and the wind was moving so fast. I felt the wind hitting. That's when the danger really set in, like fire and wind of that magnitude is, is very dangerous. Go, 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 go. After a rush through the parking lot, Gridlock as hundreds tried to flee the crowded shopping center. I looked back at my son and he was trying to hold back tears. And I just told him, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We said a little prayer. Tonight, though shaken by the experience. That was the scariest part for me because I said those words that we were going to be okay. But I was just saying it until I could believe it. The Fletcher family glad to be alive. Steve Patterson joins me now. Steve, good news for the Fletcher family, but for many Colorado families, still a lot of unknowns tonight. Well, Peter, still tens of thousands under mandatory evacuation and so many worried about the status of their homes. But despite that, there is no ETA on yet when they can return home. Officials say despite all the snow now, this is still very much an active fire zone. Peter. Steve Patterson in Colorado. Steve, thank you. Even after a tough year dominated by COVID tonight, another record setter, nearly 600,000 Americans testing positive in a single day. That eye-popping case count forcing many people to revisit their New Year's plans, some cities even canceling festivities. But in New York Times Square, the show will go on. Kathy Park is there. Tonight, COVID canceling New Year's Eve celebrations again as infections skyrocket from coast to coast. Nearly 600,000 COVID cases nationwide in just the last 24 hours, a new record for the second day in a row. And now for the second year, officials called off San Francisco's fireworks show. Atlanta's peach drop canceled too. I really do think it's the, the best interest of the city to keep everyone safe as possible. New York City smashing its daily COVID record for the third straight day. More than 76,000 new cases and 21% of the NYPD out sick. But the party in Times Square is still on, though scaled back with revelers required to be fully vaccinated 
and masked. So that makes you feel better, but you can only do so much. So I'm willing to risk it all. <laughs> but no restrictions in Las Vegas, hosting one of the biggest countdowns in the country, with roughly 300,000 visitors expected on the Strip. It comes after many countries already welcomed the new year. Fireworks in Australia and Dubai. In Japan, public celebrations canceled, but crowds still out on Tokyo's streets. Back in the U.S. tonight, worries about rising hospitalizations. From Green Bay, Wisconsin, where healthcare workers are getting help from members of the Navy. They're trading in their Navy green for Bell and Blue scrubs. To a spike in St. Louis. Today we broke our single day record for COVID admissions. This is really a frightening scenario. Although the CDC says Omicron appears to be a milder disease than other variants, and Dr. Fauci suggests reports of a rise in pediatric hospitalizations are misleading. If a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID, when in fact they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So it's overcounting the number of children who are, quote, hospitalized with COVID. Now in the countdown to 2022, COVID is trying to steal the spotlight again as the nation struggles to put the pandemic in the past. And Kathy's out in Times Square tonight. Kathy, you're already seeing some of the changes officials were talking about. Peter, that is right. Before folks even enter this area, they had to show proof of vaccination. They also had to mask up. The crowd tonight will be capped to just 15,000. And despite the COVID risks of the city, many people tell me that they didn't want to miss out on such an iconic event. Peter? All right, Kathy, stay safe tonight. We're back in 60 seconds with a one-two punch. Airline sick outs and now punishing storms set to complicate your flight home. Tonight, the travel nightmare is growing for millions of Americans. Airlines today grounding more than 1,500 flights, the most this week, and thousands more are already canceled this weekend. On top of it, new storms are now barreling across the country. Vaughn Hilliard has the latest. Tonight, thousands of canceled flights piling up ahead of what was already slated to be one of the busiest weekends of air travel the entire year. They said the wait time was one hour and 58 minutes to get through to a wreck. Just today, more than 1,500 flights canceled, another 2,700 delayed. Jesse Wright's family was supposed to be on one of them, forced to change airports after a last-minute cancellation. As I was pressing the button to come in, I checked my phone and I looked on my phone and it just said flight canceled. The rampant spread of the Omicron variant debilitating airlines and airports. How long should folks expect these sort of cancellations? I don't think there's any reason to think that these cancellations are gonna stop before the holiday travel period ends. The number of TSA agents out tripled in the last week. Now more than 1,700 off the job with COVID. And the FAA today in a statement saying traffic volume at some facilities could be reduced, noting an increase in the number of its employees testing positive. All this as a massive winter storm system sweeps across the country, 
snow and sleet making its way to the Midwest overnight, expected to barrel down on key airport hubs from Denver to Dallas and Chicago. Look, expect the worst, but hope for the best. You will likely find delays. You will likely have your flight canceled. A rocky start to the new year for thousands of travelers. And Vaughn joins us now. Vaughn, what are the airlines doing to try to clear this logjam of flights? Peter United just today began offering its pilots triple pay for any extra legs they fly in January. These airlines are under increasing pressure due to these positive cases within their own crews. Peter? Vaughn Hilliard at New York's LaGuardia Airport tonight. Uh, Vaughn, thank you. On Wall Street, it was a losing day, but a winning year. Stocks closed lower on this final day of 2021. But all three major indices finished the year with double-digit gains. The Dow up nearly 19 percent. The Nasdaq more than 21. And the S&P posting a gain for the year of nearly 27 percent. We're back in a moment with that tiger attack in Florida. Will the man who reached into its cage face charges? Tonight, investigators are trying to determine what led a custodian to reach into a tiger cage at a Florida zoo. The sheriff's office says the man whose arm was bitten could face charges after police were forced to shoot and kill the endangered animal. Here's Kerry Sanders. At the Naples, Florida Zoo, the tiger exhibit today, empty. Echo, a rare eight-year-old Malayan tiger, was shot and killed Wednesday. The tragic events captured on a deputy's body cam. The officer first tried to scare the tiger that was holding onto a man's arm through the fence. But when that did not work, a single shot fired. It's like losing a member of the family. There are fewer than 300 Malayan tigers left on Earth. Neko was um, ultimately shot in the neck. With those teeth endangering a man's life, the zoo says the deputy did what was right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 26-year-old River Rosenquist's arm was mauled by the tiger. He was last listed in stable condition. Investigators say he could face potential charges. It was a bad mistake, a uh, bad decision, uh, but, but we only wish him well in the recovery. Don't we know that tigers are dangerous? You, know, you look at something like that train wreck Tiger King, and you see people hugging cubs and playing with tigers, and people think, oh, I can do that. The zoo staff tonight broken hearted. Take care of Echo Armel. The only change we've made out of respect for our staff is that we're not going to do keeper talks today. Um, <laughs> and that's just for them. What was already a rare delight now? No more. Kerry Sanders, NBC News. That's nightly news for this Friday. We thank you for watching. Happy New Year and good night.
Due in part to the sheer number of games delayed out of 2021, 2022 has inherited one of the most promising video game lineups in recent memory. Over 100 games are already scheduled for 2022, and with the new year fast approaching, we're highlighting the most promising projects on the horizon. From tentpole first-party titles like Breath of the Wild 2, God of War Ragnarok, and Starfield, to much-anticipated multi-platform releases such as Elden Ring, Hogwarts Legacy, and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. No matter your platform of choice, there's a lot to look forward to in the year ahead. So let's fire up the hype train and dive into the 48 biggest games officially announced for 2022, listed chronologically by release date.
since the day the portal network collapsed, stranding us in these realms. We have searched for a way home. There you have it, the 48 biggest games coming in 2022. Which are you most excited to play in the year ahead? Let us know in the comments, and for more on what's to come, be sure to check out our features on what to expect from PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo in 2022. Alabama's won seven straight meetings against Georgia. Dogs seeking their first national title since 1980, while Alabama seeking back-to-back -back national titles to be the first team to repeat since Alabama in 2011 and 2012. Kirby Smart now live at the podium in Miami. Let's listen in live. Yeah, I like to open up with um, really proud of our players, um, the whole organization, you know, our staff works really hard to put a plan together. Our players bought into that plan. Um, I came out from the very start and executed that um, defensively and, and offensively we had really had a great opening drive. I thought uh, that set the tone for the game. Um, I did not think we played uh, as well in the second half um, as we're capable of and uh, got a little flat, um, but yeah, I appreciate the effort and the commitment to the players. Nobody understands how long a layoff that is and how many practices you, you got to continue to have. And and they bought into that each day and came to work and answered a lot of questions that, that everybody had for them. All right, first question's from Chip Towers. Go ahead, Chip. Yes, uh, this is for Darion. Darion, we haven't uh, got to talk to you all year. Obviously, it's been a huge year for you. And, and to get defensive MVP in this game with two picks, 
Uh, you're an experienced guy. Can you just sort of put it in perspective what really the last year has been like for you and, and being kind of back on this stage again and playing big? Well, last, last year, uh, I just had to keep my head up, uh, keep grinding. Um, God put me in the spot. University of Georgia gave me a chance, and I just put my head down, kept working, and this is what it led to. Your next question is from Andrea Adelson. Go ahead, Andrea. Hi, uh, this question is for Kirby and for Stetson. Um, Stetson's performance, how much of a statement do you feel like that made to those who have been questioning um, him and the performance that he had against Alabama in the last game? I don't know. I, I don't get into much about statements. Uh, I, I really focus on performance and do things based on uh, performance. And I thought he performed at a really high level uh, today. He's been really focused the last couple of weeks. I think it's amazing to have a guy his age block out all the noise and just focus harder. It's almost like every time he hears noise, he just focuses harder on the game plan and what he has to do to execute. And you look at some plays he made out there with his feet. Um, they couldn't account for his his mobility and some of the plays he made with his feet and just really proud of the way he prepped uh, for this game. Um, yeah, like Coach Smart said, um, it, this game's all about how well you play. Um, there's really nothing. I didn't go out there and play, you know, well today to in spite of people. I came out there and played well and worked hard throughout the few weeks we had off. Um, because my teammates needed me to do that, and we needed that to win. Um, so as far as a statement, um, that's my goal every every week is to play that well. Next question from Mike Griffith. Go ahead, Mike. Yes, Stetson, uh, that, that deep ball to Cook. Can you just talk about uh, getting the ball downfield and hitting those guys in stride, both Cook and Burton, over 50 yards? Yeah, I tried not to underthrow them this game. Um, and, you know, Cook ran a great route. Jermaine kind of baited the receiver or the, the DB, and I just trusted him on that one. Um, you know, it, football, it, those guys on the, on the outside um, just make it a lot easier um, because you can trust them and you know they're going to get to a spot and they're, you know, just athletic and great football players. Next question from Dan Matthews. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Stetson, with the uh, empty backfield success you guys had tonight, was that something you guys had seen on film, uh, or was it just kind of just the results were there on uh, some of those plays? Um, yeah, I think you said, I think, you know, sometimes things just work out. And, um, you know, we didn't we didn't know that the empty backfield would, would help like it did, but, you know, um, Anytime we can get our skilled players in space, we think that works. Next question from Mark Weiser. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, Kirby. Uh, you guys held um, Michigan without a sack. Obviously, they have some really good pass rushers. Um, and then you guys kind of flipped the script from the Alabama game with four sacks of your own. Uh, what was the key to, you know, to doing that? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we. We, we practice against good rushers each day. Jamari and Warren, um, they listen to everybody talk about those guys rushing. And, you know, Jamari and Warren are good pass protectors. They do a nice job. And uh, when they don't or they, they give up 
uh, sack, they give up penetration. Stetson did a good job avoiding. There's a couple times we got beat. Even on the touchdown pass, I thought Stetson did an incredible job of getting the ball in the air. Uh, we did not block the edge rusher, and he came scot-free, and, and, and Stetson got the ball out to James, which was our only, I think, score of the second half. So, tremendous job there. Defensively, we, <clears throat> we generated some better rush. Uh, you know, and again, we, we have to be able to do that to be successful. Was it a magic potion, Mark? I, I don't think it was a magic potion. We, we caught a lot of the same calls, you know, we called against Alabama, but uh, you know, the, the quarterback probably didn't escape as good as Alabama's did, and we finished a little better. <clears throat> Your next question for Jake Rowe. Go ahead, Jake. Hey, Kirby. I uh, wanted to ask you real quick. I know um, Brock Bowers is kind of banged up there late in the game. Um, do you know anything about kind of what he's dealing with and, and, and you know, how he's doing right now? Yeah, he, he's had a shoulder for a couple of weeks. We've had him practicing in a black jersey, uh, limiting his contact some, but – He's a tough dude, man. He's a he's a he's a he's a warrior. He goes back out there and bangs. He wanted to get back in tonight, you know, and we just didn't let him. But he should be fine. Next question for Pat Ford. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, yeah, for Stetson and Kirby wants to answer as well. Just uh, you went a lot with the quick game, passing game uh, to begin with. Was that something to kind of counteract some of their pass rush, or uh, what did you guys see in, in putting together the game plan with that? Um. You know, from, I don't know, since the time football started spreading out and you start throwing the ball a little bit more, you you have to account for the extra guy in the box, um, whether it's a blitzer or a down safety um, for your run game. Um, and that was a that was a bunch of the stuff that we did early on. And, you know, like I said earlier, when you get our guys out in space, um, especially with the, with the blockers at the skill position that we have, good things happen. Yeah, I don't think it was a calculated get the ball out quick answer. It was what what the defense gives you. Nowadays, you take what the defense gives you, and Stetson had to make a lot of decisions that people aren't aware of, and he made good decisions on where to go with the ball. So here we go. A rematch of the 2017 Cosball playoff title game and the 2021 SEC championship game. Uh, Alabama won both. In fact, Nick Saban has beat his former assistant Kirby Smart four straight times. And now Kirby Smart trying to turn the tide and win a national championship for Georgia for the first time since 1980. National championship set for January 10th in Indianapolis. It is the Riot Podcast. You found a day four of our worst of the riot year in review. So we're taking a look at this year and some of our favorite moments. So that we can take a holiday <gasps> is, break. Isaiah, is this when we do the Nashville Hot Cheetos? It is. Oh, oh. I dream of those things. Those were so good. <laughs> those were amazing. They were, uh, that actually made, that was, that's up there for one of my favorite food fights. That, those were so, so good. They yeah. were delicious. And of course, I, that was during the time where I had to pay a lot at Amazon to just get these that's things. That's right. Because those were supposed to be at like Circle K and maybe yeah. Dollar General, and That's we right. couldn't find them. But they're so I'd pay any amount of money for those. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. Those. I was in my mind, we were sitting there. I was like, "Dang, I need to try to find those, those again." Were, I don't they know, were yeah. so getting the same but, thing. I forgot about them actually, but you're right. They were. You know really what? I'm going to look at that on Amazon while we talk, and maybe yeah. they're just cheaper now because the buzz was, you know, yeah. back then. So we did that, and then we also had a little time where we did like a slew of Mountain Dew. Uh, food fights. They we, were on a hot streak there. For yeah, a while. so we we tried like the the ginger snap ones. Uh huh. And then we also oh, we're getting close to the holidays. Yeah, in this episode. We also tried the blue one. 
Applebee's. Was it the Applebee's? Yes, one? Yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. So a little, a couple different ones there, and then also we, this is when we first were introduced to my dislike of a lot of foods. Oh, we did Isaiah. Was, that was a good time. Isaiah's never tried it, but he hates it. Well, I'm glad you like the Cheetos, but I'm sad to say I don't see any on Amazon currently. Oh, so, no. If anybody still finds those at like some bargain bin, buy them up. I yes. Think, uh, <laughs> looking back at uh, as we've gone through this year and all the food fights we've done, Cheetos are actually uh, possibly like the best brand that uh, that we For went being through. Like, you, Consistently you'll get a good gave taste. us good stuff because we had the Nashville ones. We had the Mexican street corn ones. Those Remember those? Were so those were good great. Too. And uh, I do feel that there was another one, but well, I mean, other 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 brands had trip ups, slip ups, even Reese's. We couldn't trust all year, uh, but for Cheetos, they just knock it out of the park every single time. Was it? So basically, uh, the best uh, part of 2000 or 2021 would be. Nashville Hot Cheetos. Yep, that's and that's it. all you need to remember from yes, this whole that day's was the show. High point. That is <laughs> the show. And then we wrapped it up touching on, on our animals a little bit and talking about how pet parents are just too quick to forgive bad behavior. Aww. Which <laughs> I think the that we we kind of came to the conclusion that Jim is just the ideal dog for bad behavior. <laughs> like he is in the definition of bad behavior. And His you are definitely too quick to forgive. It's yes, fine. exactly. <laughs> well, enjoy the podcast for today. Thank you guys for joining us at a look back at some of our favorite moments from this year. We'll catch you tomorrow. The riot isn't all bad, but this is the worst of the riot. Radio U. Did you see this uh, story where it's a 30-year-old mom her name is Casey Garcia, and she got arrested because she was posing as her 13-year-old daughter at school. I wasn't sure when I first started reading, like, was she just posing as a 13-year-old? But no, she was, like, taking over her daughter's, like, seat and stuff right, to right. pose as her during the day to show, like, hey, the security at this school, this middle school that her daughter was going to, uh-huh. was really not um, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Or it was also just a, she says, an experiment to show, like, teachers aren't really paying attention to you. Right. Uh, and, you know, wearing masks or having the freedom to wear a mask if you want to, even uh-huh. if they're not required, um, really kind of left it, teachers not looking at you. Right. And kind of paying attention to you. But instead, you're just another student there. Well, the first thing that made me laugh was that uh, she was arrested because they called it trespassing what she was doing. She mm-hmm. got arrested at the end of the day. She had gone through the whole school day. I think it was the final period. One of the teachers noticed and, asked, and yeah. said something, and that. But so then she was arrested, and she was also arrested for tampering with government records and an unrelated traffic violation. I like that. They, oh, she had something else <laughs> yeah, already she, going. It wasn't just that she had, uh, you know, snuck into the school. Hey, you got to remember if you have an outstanding, yeah, uh, you're thing taking that a you chance. Taken care of. I guess in a way, if she made it all the way to the last period, she was proven right in a sense. But they, then again, they did eventually catch her. And did you look at the pictures of her? Like, I guess she should feel good about this. She's 30 years old, and she, especially when you see the picture of her daughter, uh, like th- it. She really could pass she for could. the 13-year-old. And she wore a hoodie and she had a mask on. Right. So you're covering up a lot. She said that she dyed her hair a little bit darker, uh-huh. uh, memorized her daughter's ID number and just kind of some of her mannerisms. Yeah. 
And she said that the teachers were more upset and, like, the only time they really talked to you was to tell you to get off your phone uh-huh. in class. And otherwise, they really didn't interact. Huh. Yeah, that is, uh, it's it's an interesting little experiment she did there. Well, now with the arrest, <laughs> I don't know how interesting it is. Actually, she's using that as a, like, hey, see, you're still not talking about the school safety. Now right. it's become her. So she was released on $7,800 bond. Um, she said, I spent the day in police custody, but my question still remains, are they safe in school? Yeah. Because anyone could just get in. If they look exactly the same as somebody else. And like, memorize do you think- the number. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's not so hard for uh, somebody with bad intentions to do. Sure. So maybe yeah, we shouldn't even find be, a way to get in. We shouldn't even be telling them this. What like, if somebody with bad intentions is listening right now uh, and we what, just shared the here? story and told them how, <laughs> how simple it is? <laughs> oh, hey, no. With how many places now are really looking for uh, help and for, like, students to come back in and uh-huh. all that stuff, they'd be welcoming anyone to come in. <laughs> it's like, come on in. Just, yeah, just well, do join the, job. the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a, you, you mentioned it does kind of sound like a, a lifetime movie, doesn't it? It does. It feels like... Except something would have to go wrong, you know, like somebody would have to get hurt. Well, it still has the case aspect because now she's, the mom's been arrested. Right. So, like, they could show the courtroom stuff with oh, that. Oh, yeah, there you go. The town, like, really That's, rallying it, You're exactly right, yes. Because she's a mom. There's a big, or, or she gets really, like, chastised by the other moms. Mm-hmm. And when she was just trying to do the right thing, the but all students, of it, like, she gets kicked out of the of the mom's group. It seems like the other students' parents are pretty uh, interested in what she did. And they feel like that was a good social experiment or just experiment showing like, hey, it really is is unsafe. Don't say we didn't warn you. This is the worst of the riot. So let me set the scene for you. You've got police. You've got an armed teenager on a rooftop. Okay. And they're in a standoff, an armed standoff. That sounds tense. Yep. It's in Florida. And all of a sudden comes driving through in a golf cart, Mm -hmm. naked lady. A part of this or just driving through? Just (laughs) not connected to the situation (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) That must have been weird. Not that we know of. You know, like she wasn't trying to distract so the guy can get away. She I don't was, think so. She was just driving naturally she, naked. She just happened to be naked. Oh, wow. Happened to be on a golf cart and happened to be in the same area as the armed standoff. It happens, I guess. It, yeah. Yeah, it does. At least in Florida, it feels. Unless oh, maybe like this they, is- they were like, officers had their hands busy and they were just busy with both of the problems now. <laughs> One feel, had nothing to do know. with the other. If you're, uh, I don't know what the police training handbook would say for this type of thing, but I think if you're in an armed standoff, you just let the naked lady go, right? Uh, you, it that depends. One- I mean, she. I'm looking at her uh, like mugshot for it, mm-hmm. and if that's the same lady, like she looks pretty. Pretty harsh. Yeah. Uh, seems like she had quite a lot going on there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then I thought, like, what if? What if they're trying to dis- what if it was the police mm. that came up with this and so they're trying to distract the teenager to see it, you know, to try to get him to let his guard down, you know? I, I think everybody, That would be a new tactic. I think everybody was probably on edge. You think? Uh, they say that she, her actions and inability to follow directions put deputies at risk for potentially getting shot at because they couldn't just focus on the 
other thing going yeah. on. You know, the guy with the gun on right, the roof. Right, And they managed to get her out of the golf cart. They handcuffed her. And she had been drinking. They say an odor of alcohol <laughs> had been coming from her. And she was, yeah, naked. Man, uh, I, again, I would just be like, you know what? Uh when I'm in an arm standoff, I'm gonna just say, "Naked lady, this is it's your lucky day." No, she was drinking though, so like she was, she was drink uh, how, a golf how much, cart driving. How much da- damage can you do in a golf cart? You can. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah, more probably damage to yourself. Yeah, that's true. And then but, they're responsible. So. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, the other thing, looking at her picture, you expect. One, because it's in Florida, and two, naked people. How old you mean? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. it's going to be some grandma that's escaped the, uh, like. Leisure world? Right. And <laughs> it turns, like, she was really leisure, having a really leisurely day. But Can it's I actually be, a younger a younger woman, which is surprising. It's so awesome because you're like, is that grandma? <laughs> She's out again. No, no, <laughs> no not on was, the news. It was 28-year-old Jessica Smith of Boston, Massachusetts, and she was there uh, maybe on vacation or maybe yeah. moved there, but yeah. that's where she from wow so you you just if that happened anywhere else you wouldn't expect it in florida it's just like eh. <laughs> naked people on a golf cart in an arm standoff it sounds about right guys not with the sun right That's, now <laughs> yeah you don't want to have problems well, later down the well, road the tan's gonna be so even though oh that's true yeah yeah <laughs> just to be the police of like guys who got something else going on too <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> i wonder if, if what the which police officers they were like Trying to debate amongst themselves. All right, I'll take, oh, I'll stick here with the standoff. You deal with the naked lady. Uh, <laughs> and they're fighting over People it. People are like, oh, the naked, the naked drunk lady yep. who was driving the golf cart. Golf cart. None of it's fun. No. None of it. We, you, we need the body cam footage of this one. Oh, yeah. No, that's a lot of probably blur. Yeah. You ever see the body cam footage and they have to blur it? Yeah. The one time it's I It's a lot won, of work for that guy. The guy blurred the for whole For the sensor, yeah. <laughs> like, why even put this video out? We just get the audio. Yes, it's <laughs> we're getting you won't hear a show like this anywhere else and that's probably for the best the worst of the riot radio you and this is a food fight you could say a food fight a failure if you think <laughs> oh about my it. goodness <laughs> not not a, not a failure on our part it's not our fault that it's not we failed in uh leading up to this food fight it is the fault of kroger Slash Dollar General slash what's the other place Circle, oh, Circle K, K that all mm. lied to us. Well, we're looking for Thrashed Apple, which is a new Mountain Dew flavor that was supposed to come out starting today, and we're probably going to still get it later today. But we'll have to do a food fight with it some other day this week. So in second place, running up yes. for Mountain Dew, we <laughs> back are gonna, up. <laughs> the backup flavor. We're going to try the Mountain Dew 2021 Voodoo flavor. They always come out with a new one each year, so this is the newest edition mm-hmm. mystery flavor and then we have the nashville hot cheetos that we'll be trying to so what should we try first uh i kind of think you so might want to do the mountain dew yeah i, I was thinking because it's a mystery so yeah. we're, we don't want to uh, oh, <laughs> we drink wow. the mountain dew and it's like oh this tastes like nashville hot yeah. cheetos that wow. must be the mystery the second you open it if it sprays Woo! you're gonna smell that that I, is whoa. sweet smelling yeah my, oh my, my gosh. gosh i don't know if i'm ready for this kind of thing <laughs> oh, right man. now so I looked in the past. Uh, 2019's Voodoo flavor was supposed to be the candy corn edition. Okay. And last I'm glad I missed year, that one. which I don't yeah, think I was about we to say, tried. What would that taste like? Last Satan's year, earwax. <laughs> <laughs> last year they tried uh, for the mystery flavor. It was just kind of fruit candy explosion. <laughs> 
So that was that one. And then this year they still say it's a mystery, but a lot of people have their, um, you know, guesses. Fruit candy explosion. Who guessed that one? Yeah. As if you taste this, this tastes just like a fruit candy explosion. Yeah, exactly. At this point. They nailed it. Smelling this, you can kind of tell, like, there's a few things that come to mind first, Mm -hmm. but let's take a sip. All right. Mmm. Wow. Oh, it's so sweet. Mm. It's good. Wow, these you flavors like are. I do. I like that. I think one. it's pretty good too. It's, it's actually like sweet. It. I think it's all right. I don't mean sweet as in like it's cool. I just mean it's like it's a very sweet tasting. Yeah, drink. it is. Ugh. You think it has like um. Mm. I've got my mind on candy again. Candy? Let me tell Maybe you some of the ideas. Maybe it's just because you spoiled it by telling me last year was fruit candy explosion. <laughs> yeah, now, now you're just like, is it candy? Could it be so, like a sweet tart? I think when you taste it, you really taste a fruit punch, Hawaiian fruit punch. Mm-hmm. But some people also say it has hits of Smarty Parties mm-hmm. and no Party parties. Pixie Sticks. Hmm. So wow. like a combination hmm. of all three of those, they feel like that's I the guess flavor. Pixie sticks are very sweet, but mm-hmm. what do you think? What else could it be? I think it tastes almost like a Baja Blast in yeah. my mind. That's really? why that's what just keeps on popping into my head over and over again. I think it's got a, it, you know, it's so weird when you have a mystery flavor and you can totally it it matches up with something in your mind, yeah, but you, you can't, can't place it. it. And this one, it has a again, maybe it's just because the well has been poisoned. The well of my mind has been poisoned by last year being fruit candy explosion. But it does taste like it could be a like a smarty or a sweet tart type thing, something what, along those lines. That's what lines. they're saying, yeah. the pixie sticks. I think the pixie stick or like maybe like a fun dip is what I'm getting from mm, it. Fun dip. So mm. basically the one year was the candy fruit explosion. This is just the candy candy explosion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sugar, sugar and sweet. The sugar explosion. So that's the Mountain Dew Voodoo mystery flavor for this year. It is super sweet. Yeah, and you know what? I think more Hawaiian punch, uh, but... Uh, we'll find out, I yeah. guess, when they unveil it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I don't mind it, actually. I think, uh, can we save those, put them in the fridge, share them around for yeah. later? Yeah. yeah, let's do that. I think uh, after a week, our bodies. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be hurting a little bit. Well, Why there's can't enough- there be the Mountain Dew Zero uh, voodoo <laughs> yeah. flavor? Yeah, you're right. That <laughs> We're going to crash in like an hour. Yeah. yeah. It'll be all right. So, okay, the last thing for us to try for this food fight is the Cheetos Crunchy Nashville Hot. This is a Dollar General and Circle K exclusive. And uh, Amazon. And Amazon. <laughs> and Amazon. And, and eBay, of course. If so you're by, willing to pay. If you're yeah. willing to pay. By smelling them, it's kind of weird. They don't really have a, a like smell. A like, you really get a corn sort yeah. of smell from and it. just but like a spice. A, a generic spice. Yep. All right. Well, let's try them out. All right. Here we go. All right. We get crunchy, too. Mm. Wow. Hey. These are great. Oh, these, these are, are so good. good. These are delicious. Wow. Well, that's that is oh, yeah. $14 well, well spent. spent. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Man, the last two Cheeto flavors have been super good. That is really good. Cheetos is nailing it. Mm-hmm. They really are. Oh, and they you get the spice after um, you yeah. kind of swallow. Sorry, guys. Then the spice comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you can have the Mountain Dew, but I'll take this. <laughs> that is super, super oh. good. I like them. Those are good. I mean, it's an aggressive way to start the day. Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew, Nashville hot. Cheetos, when the mm. sun has barely kissed the horizon. But, man, this is good. I'm proud of us, guys. We had a good, I think, a good food fight this that morning. Was good. It mm. had, like, a good, like, aftertaste of heat. Mm-hmm. But, like, it wasn't, like, super aggressive hot. Yeah. It was like, a really mm. good flavor. Oh, Although, it stays there. It, it, it does. builds a tiny around. bit. But that's it is actually, a nice flavor. That's quite accurate to Nashville hot, too, where yeah. you do, you yeah. get some flavor up front, and then you get the heat at the back, and that's totally the oh, way. One more sip of the mystery flavor Mountain yeah. Dew, and then. 
to clear you out. Well, hey, kudos uh, to the we'll call it a day to the Frito Lay Company for for making this <laughs> very happen. good. They didn't make it easy for us to acquire what we wanted, but what we did wind up getting. It's pretty darn good. Yeah, especially the Nashville Hawk uh, Cheetos. Who was it? Uh, let's see. Oh, Annie texted in. So when you guys tried the Mexican Cheetos, I bought them for $14 on Amazon. <laughs> oh, no. Now I feel like I'm going to have to do the same with the Nashville you're, Hot ones. I'm sorry, but they're really good. If you spent $14 like, on yes. those, you're going to spend like 28 on these. <laughs> the worst podcast with the best listeners. This is the worst of the riot podcast. It is time to try the Mountain Dew Thrashed Apple. I feel like there's been a real increase in Mountain Dew food fights recently. Yeah. There's been a real cre- uh, increase in Mountain Dew and in Apple yeah, food fights. That's true. We say that's the fall flavor. It's even more than pumpkin this time. Uh-huh. It's taken over. Don't hold it uh, for a Mountain Dew maybe to do a pumpkin flavor one time. <laughs> no. Please, no. Uh, they, they're, they're too late on that one. Yeah. They missed their chance. Well, Isaiah, do you want to introduce this new Mountain Dew flavor to try? Yeah, this is the thrashed apple. So this is pretty exciting because it took us day after day to find. <laughs> and we finally found it. And it just depends. It's a Kroger exclusive. You go to some, they have it everywhere. You go to other ones, and it just wasn't there yet. Yeah. Yeah. But we did we did stumble across it, mm-hmm. and now it's time. And we were I was debating earlier in the show because uh, it doesn't really say is it going to be like a sour apple? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be like apple cider? Is it gonna, like what kind of apple are we getting into here? Sure, that's a good and, question. Uh, well, we're about to find out. Ready? Let's do it. Crack right. it open, guys. I'm just just like yes, it's more Mountain Dew. Yeah. You know what I learned? I saw a thing the other day. Oh, and it, it smells. smells whoa. Smells like a sour apple to me. Oh, wow. And we tried the mystery flavor whoa. on Monday. That also had an amazing smell. Like this, yeah. they have gone next level with the smell. Yeah. I don't know if I like this smell. Or it, at least based off of the smell, I don't know if if it tastes like it smells, I don't know if it's a drink that I want yeah. to drink. It kind of reminds me of a uh, an apple Jolly Rancher sort of thing. Or yes. Oh, yeah, the green apple. Totally. Yeah. If you get the green apple sort of suckers that have the caramel on it, and then mm-hmm. that goes away and the sucker's left, it's really a smell uh, like that. Let's see. Okay, more Mountain Dew. Mm. Um, uh, oh, that's very green apple. Oh, yeah, wow. very. Very apple cider. It's well, it, it, the kick, the back part mm. reminds me more of like an apple cider. You think? With Mountain Dew. It does have a little bit of a little tiny yeah. spice to it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a cider. I do spice. taste that at the back end of it, but the beginning part is pretty, they say pretty it's green a apple. Dew, they say it's a dew charged with crisp apple. So I think it's a Mountain Dew flavor mm. with crisp apple added to it. I'm going to say it really makes me just want to drink apple cider. Does it? Yeah. yeah. I don't think if I'm seeing this on the shelf and apple cider, and they're probably the same price, even though you only get like a little tiny jug of the apple cider, the apple mm-hmm. cider is going to be a better investment for you. <laughs> mm, it's weird with the apple in it. So it is, yeah. if you just take Mountain Dew, all right, here's a hack. If you don't have a Kroger or one of their stores, oh, no. you, just take a Mountain Dew and then pour in some apple cider. You think? I don't think, think that would taste similar at all. There's no way. Maybe you take a regular Mountain Dew and just a splash of apple cider. Yeah. yeah I, did, I don't think the it. apple flavor would be powerful enough, but it's a, it's something you could try. The apple cider won't be powerful enough? I don't powerful think it'll be powerful enough. No, I think the Mountain Dew will drown it out because this is a powerful apple flavor. It's a crisp. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's a very it's, crisp, it's crisp apple flavor. It's intense. It's, it's intense. It's just as intense as the tree playing the guitar yeah, on, on, the, the, on the can. It's good. I 
I just don't know. Like, would they expect you? Like, we have a 12 pack. Are they thinking we would just slam down a ton of these during yeah. the day? This is like a one one drink max, I think. It you wouldn't of, be able to drink all 12. It hurts you to drink it, doesn't it? it? Does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like painful. It does. Your body can only handle so much. And we have had a lot of Mountain Dew. Do you guys remember? It's an old commercial, but uh, when they would do but the But I sli- keep sipping it again. The Slim Jim commercials where the Slim Jim, you would eat it and then he would like bust out of your stomach. Mm-hmm. That's what. I feel like that right That's how this is. Okay, actually, I now know exactly what this tastes like. What's that? This tastes like that sparkling cider, the the one at New Year's, the non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, what is stuff? that called? Yeah, the sparkling stuff. It does taste just like that. What I don't is know if the, I've had that. It's uh, called. Uh, it's not, um, oh gosh, someone tell me, sparkling <laughs> cider. It comes in the bottle. Yes. Martinelli's. Yeah, Martinelli's. That's what it is. It tastes exactly like that. Like, literally exactly like that. That's Martinelli's in a Mountain Dew can right there. It's wow. a sparkling cider. Yeah, it does It does have a little bit of that quality to it. it yeah, does. I just accept a lot more sweet and in your face. <laughs> yeah. I think well, I don't think. Thrashed. I think uh, we also tried the mystery flavor earlier this week. I definitely think I'm more of a fan of that. Oh, you are? Yeah. I, I like the mystery flavor this. better, too. I thought yeah. that, was, that was a little better. Even though it was even sweeter than this, I yeah. feel like it was even more sugary, but I mm. liked it better. Well, guys, we have uh, 24 cans. Yeah. <laughs> so get Great. them in the fridge, and someone will need to work hard at this every day to drink through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live. Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the riot podcast. He, Isaiah, and Hudson, myself. Now, Isaiah, were here. you took off your flannel. Is this because you want to show your arms? No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> it's because we had too much flannel going on. Hudson and I cannot both wear a flannel if we're going to be on video. I looked you at the can. camera. I was like, that's just too much. It's too much. It's too it's- much. We were like matching. I was wearing a gray look. shirt with a gray flannel, hey. and you're wearing like a maroon shirt with like a maroon flannel. I it saw wouldn't him look just kind of getting all flustered over there. He's like ripping this flannel. Well, shirt I knew off. I had like 20 seconds. I was just getting it off as quickly as I could before we started. Oh my gosh! Oh, well, no, we okay, can, you're all right though now. A little we more aesthetically wear, pleasing, you know. We can all wear flannel. It's fall. We're doing an ne- apple cider donut. Next taste time we'll test. just all match. We could all yeah. just get matching shirts and we'll just wear those. Yeah. If you guys well, this want. is the Krispy Kreme apple cider glaze. Uh, it only goes through Sunday. Day, and then next week they have something else for the fall, but mm-hmm. we're totally into apples. We want to be on trend. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to try the three donuts. There's the apple cider glaze, which is like the normal Krispy Kreme that glaze is, style. Uh, this one. That's that one. On the Radio U Facebook. Yeah. So if you hop over to Facebook, you can see apple cider glazed cake donut. Oh, that's this one. And then. It's heavy. <laughs> and then... Why do you say it like that? You're like, oh, that's this because one. Because it's just, it's just like. It's the one you seem to be most afraid of. You can exercise with this. It's like a free weight. (laughs) And then the apple cider glazed brown sugar cream. That's the filled Mm, one. This one, I have high hopes for this one. So which one do we want to try first? You want to try the normal? Let's just do the normal. normal normal. All right. All right, guys. It is hard. No time to waste. To do this show. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. Appley. Oh, it's a nice apple though. It is. Hmm. That's really good. You know. With the standard, wow! The standard Krispy Kreme, oh, like with their glaze that's and whatever. Good. That's it's a hard good to, start. It's hard Super to mess light. that up. It's just easy. I could yeah. easily eat this in like four seconds for yeah. sure. Okay, I want to keep taking another bite. It's like no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah we got two more bite. to go. Two more to go. <laughs> do we want to do the? Filled? Let's do the cake. The cake donut. The cake. Yeah. So this should be the same, but it's an apple cider glazed mm. cake donut. Smell test. Ooh, it smells good. Hmm. Oh, that's also good. Mm. Oh, I think I you like apple. I really yeah. do. I like apple stuff. Mm. You know what you should do? What? Go apple picking this weekend. Okay, 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's really good too. That exceeded oh, my expectations. I didn't have high hopes for that one, but it was pretty I good. I agree. We what does it about taste like? Before the apple <laughs> and a An apple. donut. Yeah. We talked earlier, like, if we eat all three of these donuts, like the whole donuts, that might be too much. So, like, which mm-hmm. one will we not We're eat? Trying, all yeah. Of? yeah, trying to decide which one won't make the cut. So far, they both make the cut. They're great. We might just all have to eat all three. All three so donuts. The final apple cider glaze Krispy Kreme donut for our food fight today. This one I was most excited about because mm. it's one of the filled ones. It's the brown sugar cream with the apple cider glaze on the outside. Make sure you get that little stripe of uh, whatever on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a good amount of cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Ooh. also good. Ooh. Oh, man. Wow. I can't eat more All right, donuts. I got to dig another bite of this one. That one's delicious. I like that one, too. Hmm. Oh, Isaiah, hmm. did good job getting these today. I know, right? Uh, good. Pretty great. That's a good way to go job into the weekend. Well Very job well done. Job well done. I like all of them. Those yeah, are great. Hard, I like the apple hard one. Hard to choose. They're all very good. I, I don't actually, get a lot of cider with all of them, but yeah. Yeah. cider and apple just kind of go together as a flavor this time of year to where you could tell you, me it's cider. Yeah, it's like, you yeah. just say it. It's, yeah. it's apple cider. You're like, okay, okay, yeah. I get a lot of the apple on the first two. The the one with the filling. The brown sugar? Is a little le- is, yeah, it's a more of a cinnamon brown sugar flavor than apple. Uh, and I think I might prefer that one the best. That one's still, that's my favorite too. Like the Just, one that doesn't taste like apple. I prefer yeah. that one. That's the one that I want. But I am more impressed with the apple flavor, the apple cider glaze than yeah. I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Krispy Kreme, that's a good lineup. Very right good. You're, uh, you're not going to make a mistake with any of those right no. now. So you're going to enjoy it. That goes until Sunday. And then they either have the, I, I don't know which one they did last week. It was either the pumpkin or there's like a maple one. So next yeah. week will be something else. Yeah, next week uh, is the maple one. Is the maple? So yeah, if we want to go get ones. those and eat three more donuts each. <laughs> yes. Next week, in addition to all the donuts we eat off the air, I know. might be might be fun. Why don't we just pencil that in for next Friday? <laughs> yeah, next Friday. Donut Fridays. I love well, that. I won't be here, so you can have oh, them without me. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you're going. So we next definitely Friday. have to do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is need, the day. Just you're going to need to do something to fill the show. <laughs> well, thank you guys for watching, too. Don't forget to uh, always check us out at Radio U Riot on Facebook. Subscribe on our YouTube channel, too. So that way it's not just listening to the riot. You should be watching us enjoy these donuts, too. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> you might be thinking that this won't be quite as bad the second time around. Well, you'd be greatly mistaken. We're listening to the worst of the riot podcast. This is interesting. It's called the QSR uh, drive-through study, mm-hmm. where they go through and they see how long different drive-throughs take, and whether the customers are getting the right orders and stuff yeah. like that. They they test a bunch of stuff. How and, happy you are when you're done waiting in the line. <laughs> and so what they found, I think, the most interesting thing is the longest. Now they only this is only of ten major uh, fast food chains. But the longest wait time, do you want to guess what it was? Uh, here in my like world, I would have to say Burger King. B- Burger King. Did uh, they make it on the list? They were surveyed. They were not the longest, uh, which <laughs> is good for them. That's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally a lie. Well, the the reason that Burger King might not be the longest is they have less customers going through. Uh, so maybe. even when it, it takes really long, <laughs> but when you only have one car in the drive-thru. Uh, because the one time I went through last was, I, I promise you, 
they just stopped because they were overwhelmed. <laughs> uh-huh. So they stopped taking orders. They stopped having people pay. They stopped everything to think to catch up. Uh-huh. And I think it was like 20 minutes, but you're stuck in the line. Oh, wow. It was so long, and they wouldn't even acknowledge. Yeah. They were like sticking their head in the sand. They're like, <laughs> no, oh, no, can't see you yet. Hang for, on. <laughs> for all of the uh, free food they get, have to give away to, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean, to compensate the people that have to wait so long oh, and whatever. I don't think they even did that. You don't think so? No, they didn't care. Nah. Because remember, they just didn't say anything about it. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, come on now, we're ready. <laughs> so that that's the, I guess that could happen at any fast food chain, but Burger King is particularly bad. But surprisingly, I don't maybe you wouldn't guess this, but once you realize that Chick-fil-A had the longest wait time out of all the drive-thrus in 2021, or at least all the drive-thrus in this survey that I guess you can connect the dots of, it's because there's just so many, many people, people coming through Chick-fil-A. So it's not necessarily the wait time because of misrunning yeah, the right. food portion of it, but just that's a sheer volume. Yeah, thing. yeah. No matter no matter how fast you are, you can only work on so many orders at once and serve so many cars at once. So Chick-fil-A did have the longest wait time, but and, and their, uh, their wait time was five 541 seconds. Whoa. So just under 10, we're talking nine over nine minutes. Dude, that's as not you're bad. waiting at Chick-fil-A. That is not bad. It for, looks like for the amount of cars there, it yeah. is not bad. It looks like an airport which yeah. is when you're going through it. And yeah. second, like at the one kind of for our area twists around and then you can end up eventually back towards like the main road. Uh-huh. When it hits the main road, yes. you're like, that's how a is concern. that possible? But still, you only have to wait nine minutes. That's not bad. Although I guess that's the average. So mm-hmm. that means half the time it could be over nine minutes and you're still going to be stuck at Chick-fil-A. But you know what? Uh, it also, I think it all depends on uh, on what you're what you're waiting for. Because mm-hmm. at Chick-fil-A, it's going to be worth it. You're going to get good food. At Burger King, you don't know what you're going to get. Well, at any place nowadays, yeah. it's, it's just a toss-up. And uh, Chick-fil-A also did get uh, the, the uh, best rating for accuracy. 100% of people say that uh, of these, in this instance, that Chick-fil-A was uh, accurate. So was at least big, you're getting the right food. That was a fun meme during uh, COVID in the beginning where, like, on TikTok, they would show uh, Chick-fil-A employees running after you down the road. Because, <laughs> like, they forgot one thing or, yep. like, you wanted more sauce and they didn't give it. And they're like, I'm so sorry. And they're sweating and, yeah. and all out of shape and stuff. And you finally got your thing. Yeah, for all the uh, modifi- not even modifications, just I request such a ridiculous amount of sauce at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And when I order in the app and somehow they always get the exact right amount of packets and everything. So they say they always figure it out. They say this one, but like is there anybody else they say that's the uh like the worst? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Chick-fil-A is not one uh, of the worst ones. Let's one. see. Let's see <laughs> which was the See they have like the all of these different metrics that you can break down. So let's mm-hmm. see which one Is there anybody which one else is the they worst said? for <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't I did it's just a lot of data to sort through and I, gotcha. I just had Chick-fil-A stuff up. But um I can look at the other time. You want to know who was the shortest wait? Yeah. I've got that for you. That'd be good. This is not true. This is a lie. <laughs> Taco Bell. Oh no. No, there's no way. Oh uh, well, that's because they're not giving you your food. The they're Taco not- Bell <laughs> It is the shortest wait time of you going through. That's not. Maybe that's only uh, Taco Bell is only like during normal business hours. They're not counting between midnight and 6 a.m. Because that's when the people get stuck in there for hours. There's just no, no way. And uh, Arby's. And they have the concrete barrier around their drive-thru because uh-huh. they're smart. Like, yeah, that's they gotta right. You literally, you literally get trapped. Let's see. Uh, 
Arby's was the one place that had uh, that had people actually complaining about them being rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not good. And Burger King, <laughs> that this adds up. Burger King and Wendy's both had high rates of lackadaisical. Worst of the Riot podcast. Yesterday, I kind of stirred things up in here. You did, and I don't know if we can just put it all back in and squish it down and forget it happened. Yeah, we, we had to, like, circle back to it today because it was such a, I don't know, it wasn't really that shocking for me, but you and Hudson did act pretty shocked. Well, it's at, not shocking to you because that's how you are. It's just my life. It's yeah. my every day. And I don't want to talk about the your thoughts on the first date thing. I really want to just focus on, you seem to have a bit of a few uh, quirks with Food that you do not want to eat. Yeah, there's food that you just don't like, which everybody has a food that they don't like and that they won't eat. Whether they've tried it or not, they know that they don't like it. And no, so, see, that's right. That's the wrong way because you know if you like something or not by trying it. You've told us there are certain things you don't like to eat, and then you ended up with telling at the end, and you never even tried it. I've never tried How do it. You know, but you know when you know. You no, know, you don't. <laughs> you do not. You absolutely do not. So we want to know what food that you all hate, whether you've tried it or not. If you haven't tried it and you know you hate it, that's even better. If you haven't tried a food but you already know you hate it. Make sure you text that in right now. But if you've tried it and you know you don't like it, we want to see if I dislike the foods that you guys dislike because I hate a lot of foods. Well, I want to know because I I feel like your list is going to be long. So I have one, which I'll tell you in a few, about, like, it's the same. I have never had it, and I don't want to. Yeah, that's that's what I said. But your example yesterday was, which vegetable was it? Green beans. Green beans, and you said cucumbers. I haven't, yeah, cucumbers. Like, there's a a lot. The cauliflower. That Isaiah said he hates, but he has not had. I've tried one tomato, and that was... I can't. It was a cherry tomato. I tried it like a year ago. I didn't like it. So, but I knew going into it, I wouldn't like it. I knew it. I didn't want to try it, but I got conned into trying it, and (laughs) I knew I didn't like it. I ate it, and I didn't like it. Well, I think Isaiah hates everything. So, uh, (laughs) basically, I need everybody to just quickly text in one or two things that you don't like. Uh, Maybe you've had it or you've not had it. So if you believe in Isaiah's philosophy of you just know, you know. You know, you know, when you don't like it, either if you had it or not, if you don't like it, you don't like it. And that's okay. And then that way, uh, in a moment, I'm going to go through those items with Isaiah, and then we'll learn a little bit more about him to see if he actually likes any food at all. I do like food, but I feel like I'm an easy-to-please kind of guy. You You are not. Mac and cheese, PB&J, chicken tenders. That's a kid's menu. Well, I I said, yet again, I'm easy to please, you know? You don't have to make me some crazy dish. If you made me PB&J for every single meal of the day, I'd be a happy boy. Yes, I'd be a happy guy. But I think we're all supposed to have, like, green beans and vegetables. It seems like the veggie part is where you really don't like it. The vegetable part, as as in most people that are picky, nobody likes vegetables. And it's not, I mean, it's important, important, important. Important part of your diet, but at the same time, it's just not something that feels all that necessary. Dude, I feel like you must live on Uncrustables. Oh, I, actually, I do. You know, I, I was bringing Uncrustables in here for a while, and I was I was doing PB and J's, but now you know I'm doing protein bars. So oh, that's, you're I look at me. Up. I'm stepping outside of the box today. You almost missed hearing this one. We just couldn't let that happen. The worst of the riot. Radio U.
and we're going over things that we just don't like at all. Well, this is what you guys don't like, and then I want to know if Isaiah likes anything. We'll <laughs> so find out. I me. like some things. I like some things. I'm I not that picky. I mean, we're going to find out how picky I am, actually. If the chance is that someone else doesn't like it, I just feel like it's not going to be your thing. That's probably true. I don't know if I can get through everybody, but I'll try. Um, so just like a yes or a no, no way, haven't tried it or love it. Okay. So William says escargot, never had it, hate it. Never had it, hate it. Great. I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold one. Ashley says mushrooms. Never had it. Hate it. Never had a mushroom. Never okay, had wait, a mushroom. I can't. I just need to hear your answer. I can't. <laughs> just. I know. I one. know. You're gonna get a lot of those. All right. Mike says anything pickled. Oh, pickled. Never had it. Hate it. You have pickles. I've had pickles. I've well, never had anything pickled. pickled. I'm Okay. It's a cucumber I've, pickled. Okay. I've had a pickle <laughs> on accident. I'd had it on a hamburger one time when I asked for a plain. They didn't give it to me plain. I ate it. It was okay. I like fried pickles, but I would never eat just a pickle. Okay. Gotcha. Ben says, <laughs> this is, seems like old timey. Liver and onions. Never, never tried, tried it. Hate it. Okay. Jason says water chestnuts and black licorice. Uh, Black licor- licorice I have tried. My, my grandfather used to love black licorice. I hate it. Um, and then what water was that chestnuts. One? Water chestnuts. I don't even know what that is. Never had it, but I do hate it. Okay, so rice. Nadine, how do you hate rice? rice? And then jelly or jams? Oh, I love rice, and I absolutely love jelly. A jam is like a eh, jam's okay. I, I would have jam on something, but I wouldn't love it. But jelly, I love jelly. Well, of course, because he likes peanut butter and jelly. Oh, I love some jelly uh, toast. Easy. <laughs> Chad says olives or onions. Never had olives. My younger brother is obsessed with them. It ruined it for me. I hate olives. And what was the other one? Uh, it was. Oh, it's gone now. Well, it's just okay. say no. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew I didn't have it. Olives, I've never had onions. it. I hate it. Onions. Onions, I've had. Uh, what, what are they called? Friday? What is it? It's Friday? called a. It's called an onion ring. I, I like have... onion rings. Never had a, a, anything other than an onion ring. I don't think we could ever go to lunch. No. <laughs> I just don't know. Aaron says I also don't like cherry tomatoes uh, mm, yeah, cherry or tomatoes. big tomatoes, especially like on uh, hamburgers and stuff. No tomato. Uh, let's see. Mike also said black licorice, rhubarb, uh, radishes. Never had it. Hate it. Never had it. Hate it. <laughs> Eric says squirrel. Never had it, hate it. <laughs> Actually, I would be enticed to try it. You would want to. Uh, Brian says butternut squash. Never tried it, don't want to. Butternut squash. Mm-hmm. Never had it, hate it. Yet again, I feel like that would just look weird. Squash, the sound of the word, makes it seem like it would just have a weird texture to me. I used it once to make, like, uh, chocolate chip cookies, and it was actually pretty good. You better never you make think- cookies for me. <laughs> if you bring in cookies and they have squash in it, I'm going to be thoroughly upset. Well, that was a time I was trying to be healthier, and they were oh. like, oh, if you put butternut squash in it, then... It's it's better for you. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't want good cookies. I'd rather just have them be bad. If I'm eating a cookie, it's bad. <laughs> Nate says, I strongly dislike fish. I like fishing, and I think they're beautiful creatures, but they taste disgusting. See, I like some fish. Like I like shrimp. I like fish sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like of salmon. You're such a, you're just like fish. I, I just imagine it's literally the kids' menu. It's just the fried. And jelly and fish sticks. If I can make it in the air fryer, then I do want it. You want like that's it? That's what it sounds like. So Isaiah's very picky. Um, we, <laughs> what? We have found this out. So they gave me the weirdest foods. It wasn't even like they were giving me the weirdest stuff to go off of. It wasn't like it was normal things. Well, it was if you don't all like so something, weird. you just text it in, and then I just want to know if Isaiah also hates it. Uh, Kate. Katie says any kind of melon, like watermelon, oh, okay. cantaloupe, doesn't like them. Fruit, I do like. I do like fruit. Um, and what so about I like melons? watermelon, melon, ca- cantaloupe, all that good stuff. I am down with that. So Nick says artichokes. Never tried it, hate it. 
<laughs> but you've never tried it. But I hate it. Like an artichoke, it just I don't I couldn't even tell you what it looked like. If you gave me three pictures in front of me, I wouldn't know which one it is. Not even an artichoke dip? Oh oh my gosh, no. It sounds like my mom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my mom loves like artichoke dip, spinach dip. It's what we get as an appetizer wherever we go anywhere. Uh-huh. And I hate it. Alright, well, I got a few more, but give me exhale and then we'll run through a few more foods that if you guys hate it. Um, he hates it and hasn't tried it. That's yeah, the biggest that's response. That's how it is. Back. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> if you've ever asked yourself, just how bad can it get? We've got your answer right here. Worst of the riot. Radio U. And the text messages are getting a bit out of hand. I think they're getting a bit hurtful. They're getting a little hurtful. <laughs> I, I just got referred to as a seven-year-old. Because of Aaron saying that she hasn't seen such unwillingness to try new food since my nephew was a kid. Listen, Aaron, okay, people are giving me the wildest suggestions of what I like and don't like. Like, nobody's going to want to try escargot. I'm saying no to a lot of things, but everyone's also sending in the things that they hate. And as a community, people hate similar things. Good, Bad food, just no one's going to like but that. Some of this stuff is not, like, too crazy. Like, okay, Aaron says sushi or, like, uh, sauerkraut. No. No, okay. Unfortunately both. not. I had to know on both of those. Never tried it. Hate it both. Desiree says ketchup, watermelon, and M&M's. Listen, oh, what did they do to you? M&M's. I like ketchup. I like watermelon. And I do like M&M's. That's a three for three there. Stacy does not like artichokes or mayonnaise. Neither do I. Both I of them. Never tried it. Hate it. <laughs> It's the never trying it part. You're right on mayonnaise, though. That's yeah, none terrible. Yeah, none of it's good. Uh, let's see. Stephanie says, I hate eggs and sweet potatoes. Oh, sweet potatoes are good. Listen, I love eggs. I, I eat eggs for any meal. I like them pretty much every way. Over easy, scrambled, fried, however you want to do it. But the other one, I did. I know I don't like. What was I it? I want it. Uh, let's see. Jeff goes, what about sauerkraut? Sauerkraut, no go. No go on that? No. Uh, Franklin says, taste is mostly just smell. So maybe you don't need to try foods to know because you just don't like it maybe based on the smell or the look of it. I must have a strong sniffer because I know that I don't like a lot of things. So I can smell it from afar. From miles away, Josh says lima beans? No, no, yeah. Never tried to hate it. he did point out, though he'll eat anything on the table. So is it a respect thing? No, it is not. I have no shame (laughs) in not getting everything that's there. If I'm at like a family dinner or something and there's like six things that I don't like, I may walk away from the table and I may just have turkey. Like, I might have turkey and mashed potatoes, and I'll walk away, and I won't feel bad at all. So here's a couple of normal ones. Okay. uh, Bananas from Katie. Love bananas, yes. Celery from Keith. Love celery. A lot of people don't like celery, which, as I've been having this conversation the past couple days, it's like a texture thing. They say it's too stringy. Yeah. But I've always liked celery. You'll do that, especially with peanut butter? Love it with peanut butter. (laughs) I had that idea. Uh, Let's see. David says, what about asparagus? I do like asparagus. That's one of the only things that some people don't like that I actually do like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zach says kimchi. I love kimchi. I don't even know who she is. It's like fermented uh, stuff. It's Korean. Okay, I don't know who kimchi is. I don't like it. It's delicious, so that's a no. Uh, Hannah says, I hate anything spicy and then also baked beans. (laughs) Never. Okay, this, I I actually went over this with my roommate yesterday. I've never tried baked beans. People say they like them. I feel like I I might like that, so I feel like I'd be willing to try it. 
But as of now, I do not like it. All right. It's, it's been a long list. I think Isaiah hates everything that you guys hate. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to relate to you guys. It's not that I actually hate it. I just, you know, I don't want you guys to feel uh, bad and be the it? only one, you ha- know? <laughs> no, this is what now everybody needs to start saying. that Haven't tried it, hate it. Haven't tried it, hate it. <laughs> Haven't tried it, hate it. Haven't tried it, hate it. What are you like at Thanksgiving then with, like, your mom? Does she just not make you anything? My mom tried for years, years to get me to try things, and she still makes everything. Everything and my brothers will eat it, and my my uncles and aunts will all eat it. But me, I'm just gonna eat what I like. I like the rolls, I like the turkey, I like the the mashed potatoes, I like the pie. But I'm just gonna eat what I know I like because I don't want to take away from somebody else that might actually enjoy oh, the food. Sure. You know, if all of the artichoke <laughs> dip is gone and I took a little bit on my plate and I thoroughly hated it, then I took it away from somebody else. You know? <laughs> What'd you say yesterday? Like you're 23, you're a man, you know what you want. It's the worst of the riot on Radio U. Uh, so yesterday, I have a couple of text messages, Isaiah. Perfect. Uh, yesterday, we talked for a bit about uh, learning more about you. Yeah. And what makes you special? What makes you you? Something like that. And it seems to be that, uh, what do we say? You, I don't like things. You have the, the palate of a toddler. Whoa, it was a seven-year-old. It wasn't a toddler. It's it was a seven-year-old. Seven Basically, Isaiah seems to be into, as far as food goes, um, peanut butter and jelly, chicken, whoa, 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 chicken whoa, tenders, whoa. milk. Yes. Uh, anything else am I missing? Well, I mean, there's lots of other things, but those are some of the main ones that I go to on a daily basis. Yes, very simple. It is shocking how much Isaiah hates, and he hates it without even trying certain food. He says he just knows he doesn't need to try it. So yesterday we talked a lot with listeners about uh, foods that we hate to see if you also agree. Yeah. Uh, Tim, he got through yesterday's podcast. He texted in. He said uh, from yesterday that onions, and that was a lot of people's ones, onions seems to be the main thing that everybody hates but i thought this morning let's take a different look at it maybe we should have been asking people what are our favorite food items and see if you like anything that we love that makes it a lot more fair because yesterday i was giving a lot of no's but i already have said like i'm a picky eater so if other people don't like it i'm very like there's there's a high chance chance i'm not gonna like it but if you like it and i don't like it then that makes it seem like a little bit worse you know (laughs) so So today if i perform poorly again (laughs) then you're bad then i will look a lot worse (laughs) but i feel a lot better about today so if Everybody could just take a moment and text real quick at 877-2-RADIO-U and just tell me one thing. And it doesn't really need to be a meal. I'm trying to find, like, one-item things. of Like like, a baked potato. Yeah, like a potato or an apple or something like that to see if we can then compare if Isaiah hates it, has even tried it. That was a shocking thing. Isaiah has not tried it. But it was so many weird – it was so much weird stuff. Like, they said, like, escargot. They said, like, onions, tomatoes. Tomatoes is not weird. Mushrooms, no. all these weird things that no one really likes. Like, nobody would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm craving a mushroom. No one would ever say that. So, for me, I was like, I've never tried it, nor, so nor do weird. I want to. Well, Isaiah, uh, Stephanie texted it. says, people call me a psychopath for loving to drink plain milk. So, that's an option. So, Stephanie likes plain milk, and you love milk. L- listen, Stephanie, you are one of my top favorites right now. It's plain milk. There's nothing better than plain milk as a drink. I drink it with every single thing. So, if you want to come over, have a gallon on me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
You are more than welcome because I, anybody who's just a plain milk drinker, hats off to you because we go through it, man. Well, we go through it. We need to go through all the milk. So everybody text in just one item that you do like that's one of your favorite things, and then we'll see if Isaiah's even tried it. The definition of insanity is putting the riot on again and again and expecting a better result. It's the worst of the riot on Radio U. And we just talked about in the last segment how my dog Jim is just not that well behaved. <laughs> well, we just found a survey talking about how some pet parents, actually most pet parents, are a little bit too quick to forgive the bad behaviors. Well, we were talking last week. They said that basically everyone our age, well, about 70%. So it's not yeah. everybody. but Not everyone, but almost everyone. Pretty good amount is a pet parent of something. And this study and survey uh, really looks just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay, I'm hard on him. I swear I only let him get away with like 80% of the things he does. And sometimes I'll put him in timeout if he's oh, being really. Oh, that'll he, teach him. It has to be like a couple things in a row. It can't be like one bad thing. So I'm like, he's just like constantly like causing havoc in my house. But if he does like three strings, three in a row, then I'm like, all right, dude bedroom like I, by yourself yeah but that's where he was paying but, I mean, but he just needs to be isolated like oh, he likes being around people too much like he can't be by himself and so if there's people over like yesterday i had some friends over for the games and stuff and he was being bad right off the rip so i had to isolate him in the bedroom alone for a little bit he had to like cry in there and you know, bark a little time. bit a little bit of like a little he had kind of a little hissy fit and he was in there kind of doing his thing and i just need to let him be by himself so that he knows he's in trouble <laughs> But you're like, first time, no, no. Second time, nope. No. Third time, then, yeah, then. Third I, time, then now it we're is. considering it. Yeah. We're considering it. Maybe one more thing, and then you're going, and I'm over it. <laughs> you're like, I promise you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Well, this study says that seven in ten uh, Amer- American pet parents look the other way when it comes to uh, when our dogs and stuff do bad habits because usually they're just so cute and it's hard to punish them. Yeah, and when they look like some of the top bad habits, they eat something they should and knock something off the table, that just feels like my life. Like that just fe- <laughs> that doesn't even feel like he's being bad. Just it just seems is. like that's like just kind of what he's doing. Like when I'm laying on the couch, if he's like not trying to jump on the counter to see if there's food up there, like I have no idea what he's even doing. They say the average pet parent will put up to with about 15 bad habits. So if you're yeah. averaging like three a time, literally, you, you got to watch that. So 15 bad habits a week from dogs, which range from these are odd, like sitting on their computer, deleting their work, uh, counter surfing. So like getting up on things and eating something that they should not. Yeah. Eating something they should not is like a pretty typical thing. Whenever I'm like at the house, it was weird because like this past weekend I went somewhere and there was a dog there that wasn't like causing havoc constantly. It's like, weird it, when you see that. It was just like quiet. It was, honestly was like a little bit shy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this thing like okay? And then my roommate was there too. He's like, no, that's like what a normal dog's like <laughs> when they're well behaved. But sometimes it's just the breed. So like yeah. I have a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. He's the worst at like being around people. It's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> but that's his trait. Like that's just what it is. When no one else is around, he's perfectly calm. Yeah. And then I have a Golden Pyrenees. And man, you could have a party going on on and she's just in the corner just hanging out sitting there hanging out being quiet yeah. and i look at her and i'm like you're amazing yeah. yes that is my dog <laughs> that, that one there. there the other one i don't know for sure but that is my dog 100 percent. so sometimes it depends on the type of dog you have they just might not be good at what you want them to be good at and you can't help it yeah when i'm when i'm laying on the couch and i don't hear him like if it's like quiet in the house and i don't hear him like shuffling around jumping on something like moving i'm like what is like 
he has to be eating something. Like, what is he doing that he's not supposed to be doing? Because if there's no noise happening and it's, like, quiet, I'm like, okay, he's doing something bad and he's hiding somewhere doing something bad. Well, based on this study, you just need to watch because they say the top bad habits for pets are eating something they shouldn't usually happens about four times a week. So if Jim is at more than that, then you just need to watch. Everything you love about the Riot plus a handy-dandy fast-forward option. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. And Krispy Kreme is trying to mix it up, and I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. (laughs) They're trying to call us back in. It's been almost a week since we've done a food fight with Krispy Kreme. It's been a while. It's been a while. We tried their (laughs) apple glaze, the apple cider one, and we tried their maple glaze last week. For their new, like, donuts that they were doing each week. Uh, But it seems like now the siren's call is back out. Yeah, they're coming out with some new cinnamon rolls for a limited time. They've got a cinnamon toast crunch one. Mm -hmm. Is it start today? Yep. Oh, my goodness. They've got a cinnamon toast crunch one. They also have an original glazed cinnamon roll. And I love Krispy Kreme. I think they have great donuts. Um, cinnamon roll wise, I don't know. I don't. I, to be honest, I don't know if I if I'm gonna like this. I don't know if I will. Well, the cinnamon toast crunch one actually looks. It looks really good. It looks delicious because what they do is it's the cinnamon roll and then they take cereal and just put it on top and then the icing on it is cereal milk icing, which is way no sweeter. Way. It's like if you have cereal, it's the milk at the bottom of it. Uh, that's what it's supposed to be. See, I that one I, looks better than the other. Yeah, the the cinnamon toast crunch one is that one is really. It looks interesting and be definitely worth a try. I think I'd have to have them both be warm, though. I yeah. couldn't do a cold. I do not like cold cinnamon rolls. Um, and sometimes you eat Krispy Kreme donuts and they're warm if they're fresh. Sometimes you get them and they're not warm. But if it's a donut, it's okay. Whereas a cinnamon roll, for me, it has to be. It has to be warm. I know it's bad though if you eat them in the parking lot. <laughs> You're like, well, this is, like, it's well, not like that's a low moment, but you know, diet wise, maybe you're like, yeah. I'm just eating them here. If I, I mean, you know what? I'll just open the box and we'll just go ahead and just run through a couple of these right now. <laughs> I don't ever feel great eating Krispy Kreme, but at the same time, it tastes so darn good that it's I can't fine. feel that bad either. So it starts today. It doesn't say like how long the limited is, but maybe mention it to Hudson tomorrow in case we want to try them before the week's over. Oh, so the- yeah. We would say rate and review the podcast. But uh, let's be honest, that would probably hurt more than hell. The worst of the Riot podcast. The the several stories that come out every so often about runners that are out and they'll find a, a nice spot to pop a squat. Uh, yeah, I've heard. I watched this guy on TikTok who was explaining, like, if you're doing a marathon or like a triathlon, mm-hmm. you know, like, how can you what happens if you have to go to the bathroom uh-huh. if you're riding a bike? Swimming isn't the question, <laughs> but it was mostly just, you know, riding the bike and what happens if you're running a race. Yeah. What do you do if you don't feel good? Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and then he, what was his answer? Well, it covered some various ways that they just, you know. Yeah. Probably we, not. I'm not going to explain. You're not going to go into it. I, I don't even want to know. But what, you know, we've seen people where they're running, they're, it's in their morning routine. And so they'll just find a spot in the park or whatever, somebody's yard. You mm-hmm. never know. And they'll just go if you need to go. Cause you're running. What, what are you? Nowhere near a bathroom. You got to keep, you, you just got to go. You can't hold it. Well, sometimes you just should. So, <laughs> but if you're running a race, especially like there's a lot of people around, I find that's different yeah. compared to if you're just in a park. And there's not a lot? Yeah. What if you're a part of a race? Well, I'll tell you what one woman did. Uh, She 
This was actually back in 2018, but she's just talking about it now. Her name is Tamara Torlikson, mm-hmm. and she was running in the Mountains to Beach Marathon that in California. Intense. And she was training really well. Uh, everything was going great. She got into the race, and she was running. She was keeping track, running a personal best time. Yeah. She was going to set her own personal record if she could keep it up. But about halfway through the marathon, mile 13, uh, disaster struck. Everybody knows when it's like. Yeah, you can feel it. You can feel it. And you know you're not going to make it another 13 miles without having to do something. But for her, it sounds like it might not have even been, you know, the emergency situation where it's urgent. Yeah. But it was just, you know, you can't make it 13 miles without going. So she didn't want to stop and lose her record so you know what she did well i i don't think i have to guess I mean. she just went ahead and she said i don't know is it she just thought to herself i don't know if it's possible to poop while you run well she did but i'm gonna try it well did she get and her, sure enough did she get her personal best she did <laughs> she ran with poop in her pants <laughs> 13 miles and made it to the finish line (laughs) with a personal best time. Well, that's good. I mean, I saw. She didn't even break stride. (laughs) I saw part of her story. Like she, she was saying she had like, it was postpartum stuff. Uh And so this was really important for her to kind of bounce back and have a really good time. Yeah. So she wasn't afraid to do that. But I've also got lost on like TikTok land where it's people like at gas stations. And for some reason, always coming off an escalator Uh where like they'll just go and it's in a store it just loosens it up it just comes out their (laughs) pant leg that's what i'm worried about that's what i don't understand she happens a lot she i i just can't imagine being a runner nearby her Mm -hmm. and you're running behind her and uh you know maybe a few chunks just start don't even rolling out the back of the legs and you're so, I think though it happens out of the shorts if you or were they like compression shorts that kept it in like a bubble <laughs> you just gross. saw it bulge that's awful but that's I think had what, to happen I think what it is though is if you're really a runner like if you're really uh-huh. into that it must be so common that it doesn't phase anybody we're, we're horrified but I also don't run so you think she's I mean I know I'm sure she's not the first person to just poop during a race and yeah. just keep going well sometimes when they do marathons like they say your legs give out towards the end uh-huh. so people uh, have trouble towards like when they start wobbling yeah uh, that it can happen a lot of times then uh-huh. uh, but for her at least she fit she got her PR that's good yeah that's it is I, good for her I would have ended the race called Eric to pick yep. me up uh-huh. and just sat there until <laughs> I could go to a I couldn't even go to like a porta potty I'd be like can you please take me to a take me home yeah just take me home, I like, think with the race I, I I can't believe how she did it because for me uh, like if you, if I was ever to poop my pants, I've thought about it. Either you have to I don't be. I want to know that you've thought about that. Well, I've thought about it. I don't know. To if know it that. ever comes to it, uh, it's either something that you have to pre- prepare yourself so in advance for, as in like where you're just like, I know if I'm in this situation and this comes up, I'm just gonna do it. Or it has to be so unexpected that it just happens. There's not in between. Uh, for, you know what I mean? Well, I don't think Where you just think between, about it, you yeah. think about it for a moment, and you just decide I'm doing it. I don't think that happens. <laughs> but that sounds like what happened to her. She just thought about it for a moment. It's like it was a split second decision. Like, well, I'm not going to lose I my personal record. I can't think so of this. the alternative is uh, just taking a big old dump right in my pants. I I think it happens more than people are fessing I wonder, up to. But yeah. I don't want to think about it anymore. Probably had a rash after that. Just got to get some. 
cream. No, I think I think you just shut down. You know, you like you you just celebrate the victory you had, uh-huh. and you don't think about what it took to get you to the victory. I wonder when she got to the finish line if she was. You know, people maybe they her her it. family support system. They want mm-hmm. to come hug her, like great job, and she's like, nope, stay back. <laughs> Stay. No, you get the blanket. Stay away. You get the shiny blanket. Yeah. You just tie it around Is your Is that waist. smell proof? Yeah, no one will know. If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the Worst of the Riot podcast. Uh, in the UK, they are experiencing an outbreak of toilet rats. Is it, are they coming out of toilets or going into toilets? Coming out of the toilet. Aww. It's not rats that are toilet trained. No. That would be. Well, no, I, I have more of a problem if the rats are coming out of the toilet yep. than if they're like just falling in and you can flush them down. Nope. Uh, totally the opposite. They are climbing up into the toilet uh, through the pipe. How do they hold their breath for so long? They or? can hold their breath for up to three minutes. Of and toilet water? It doesn't matter what kind of water. You know, they live in the sewers, you understand. Yes, that's right. So the toilet water, (laughs) once they get up there, that's actually probably a refreshing change for them. They're like, oh, wow, it's so clean in here. Look, it's volcanic water, and it's clear. Is that sparkling? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Oh, that's awful. Uh, so, uh, So what happened is during the lockdowns, you know, we're still talking about this. During the lockdowns in the U.K., uh, there was at businesses and stuff, there was less uh, trash being thrown out. Yeah. So the rats had to get a little more aggressive to where they could find their food. So they started climbing up into the toilets at businesses that were left oh, abandoned. Oh, and, and then coming out because, and then finding it. Yeah. And because the businesses were uh, empty for even longer, sure. it meant that the toilets weren't being flushed, which meant that the water in the U bend. Could actually evaporate, which means that it would make it even easier for rats to get through. Great. Although they could already do it anyways. It says that they can hold their breath for up to three minutes and tread water for three days. But if a place is using the toilets more often, then they're just not having the chance. It's possible that uh, if they started climbing up before they actually reached into the toilet... If somebody's flushing it, then they would get flushed down. So are you saying before we use the, the toilets at our house, should we flush first? Maybe you want to take a look <laughs> just to, just to be sure. In Actually, in this story, they also say uh, that you want to keep your toilet lid down just to be safe. That oh. at least, I mean, I, if they can climb up through the toilets, I feel like they could push the toilet lid up. Yeah, but at Especially least. because they're talking about rats as big as cats, possibly. No. Yeah. No, that's where they're exaggerating. No, they're, they're saying. Lying. They're no, lying. they're saying that they have seen rats Everybody as big as cats. Say it. Because they're also saying that cats won't help as much because the rats are as big as the cats in some instances. So the cats aren't even going to want to deal with oh, them. Oh, my cat can't do anything anyway. Yeah, so right. it's, oh, that's awful. So I that's mean, not going to help. I guess I heard like a snake can come up the toilet, uh-huh. but I just thought that wasn't home toilets. <laughs> like they would know that yeah. that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not what you're supposed to do. It depends where the where the snake gets loose from. Jeez, toilet rats. They but here's here's the one way you could combat it pretty uh pretty safely. And that is that you get uh, what they call our rat flaps. Mm-hmm. They're spiked gates that go into your pipe in your toilet oh, and so that the rat climb can't up. climb through. Yeah. Well, I, I. Or maybe it'll meet an unfortunate end. It will get spiked then, in the toilet. And, it and dies. then your, your toilet's clogged. What's going on? What's going on here? It's a dead rat. And then the rat is like somehow it washes up in and it's not even alive. What would be worse? 
a live rat or a dead rat that had been impaled. But see, the problem that I have is I'm still very soft-hearted, Hudson, uh-huh. and I hate rats. But so even if the I rats saw you care a rat about? in the toilet, I would think it was drowning, <laughs> and I would just have to fight the urge to save it, or like, would I just want to flush it again? I think you just flush. If it could swim into your toilet and it's and it's still alive in there, it'll be fine if you flush it down. <laughs> it's like it doesn't work. It'll make. It'll find some. It'll flush down. It'll find somebody else's toilet to climb well, into. Now you have a new saying: If it's a rat, flush it down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> flush it like that. <laughs> flush it twice. <laughs> Keep flushing. Uh, one more thing to worry about. This is the worst of the riot podcast. And we've got a mailman. Who was caught peeing. Can I say peeing? Yeah. Urinating? Sure. He was caught urinating, relieving himself. <laughs> it's all awful. <laughs> on, on a mailbox in a uh, in an apart- a condominium complex. Sure. And so like he's been. Like inside or on the side? Uh, like if a dog walks by. I think it's by. on the side. Yeah. I think it's on the, not actually. On, I don't think he peed on the mail. Because um, <laughs> that's too much. That, that would be a bridge too far. Uh, he has been charged with public indecency. Mm-hmm. However, he has not been taken off of his mail route. Well, the He's, times are tough. They only have so many people. <laughs> apparently, you, you haven't crossed the line yet when they're desperately searching for people to work yeah, for them. <laughs> but, uh, the, the people of the condominium complex are concerned. In fact, one of the, uh, one of the residents there... Admits that he went up to him and confronted him about it. Yeah, he says so he seems he, pretty combative. Is what the what the resident said. So did he do it often or just that one time? Yeah, as far as we know, just the one time. Because we have read plenty of stories where there are some people that are not uh, embarrassed about going to the bathroom in public. Uh-huh. Like they have no problem with well, it. There's I, no shame. I was thinking. It doesn't specifically say it was done while he was on the job. Although I'm assuming. I bet it was. What, yeah. what if it wasn't? Well, if then, he just randomly went and peed there. Then you're also not supposed to do that. But why would but that shouldn't affect your job. Uh, right? it questions right? it makes you question everything. If I peed on a mailbox <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Would I don't want to hear get, about it. Would that affect if I didn't do it on the yes, on the clock? Would. If I was off the clock I, <laughs> what? Would it would I affect be, how I look at you, so then therefore yeah. maybe I can't do the job with you. Maybe it'd make the show even better. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to live near a golf course uh, uh-huh. near one of the holes. Yeah. And man, people would pee there all the time. You just look out the like, window. Why is the grass so tall here? And you're like, why Why are you doing that? So I, I just think some people are have no problem yeah. with it. Maybe the, I mean, it's a lot. Maybe it's a long mail route. And maybe he has no other place to stop. He has no other place to go. Yeah. You, and maybe, what if he, <laughs> this would be ironic. What if it's against protocol to stop in your mail car at McDonald's and go potty? Uh, while you're on the clock, maybe so he had to find some way to do it, Appar- and so th- and this is his way of getting around the rules because like I was just working, uh, so you can't you can't be uh, can't be too mad. If the only concern I have is if he's going to the bathroom near where people go and walk just a moment later to get their mail. Yeah, that's the issue. Like you can go around the back where there's more bushes and <laughs> yeah. hide back there, uh-huh. but it didn't seem like he wanted to well, do that. I like also you said, have a problem if it was more than number one. Oh well, that's where no- we have a real issue that would 
for some reason, yes, that would make it worse. Yes, it does. But especially if you didn't pick it up with a bag afterwards. But that was what I was going to say. I can't do that. If Who it, can do that? <laughs> What? You can't pick up. Well, your- I was gonna say there, there's a good possibility that uh, he's not the first creature <laughs> that has urinated there before. True. So why are we getting so up in arms? Is, I mean, I guess somebody must have seen him. But if nobody saw him, it, it, if a man pees on a mailbox and nobody's around to see it, did Does it he? even happen? Listen, I'm just telling you because you seemed in the beginning to to question some of this. Yeah. I don't want you to ever do that. And if we do find <laughs> out that you did that, we have to have a meeting. And I don't know if I want to be in yeah. the meeting or not, but that is wrong. Then I'm just going to make very sure that I don't get caught. Because we have those columns out in the front of the building. And <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure you're not being out there. Well, those are on camera, so I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I'd find just right outside of the reach of the cameras. <laughs> That's enough of that. For more Riot content, head to riot.radiou.com. You may have seen already on social media in about the last hour, Italian journalist Fabrizio Romano has put onto Twitter a quote from Romelu Lukaku saying this, physically, I am fine, but I'm not happy with the situation at Chelsea. Tuchel has chosen to play with another system. I won't give up. I'll be professional. I am not happy with the situation, but I am professional and I can't give up now. Now, for the last 60 or so minutes, we've been trying to work out when this interview was done because, of course, he scored the other day. In fact, he scored in the last two games, Mm. Danny and Tim. And I'm hearing now from The Guardian, literally just handed to me in the last minute, that the interview was done with Sky Italy three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Quotes, not hugely helpful, but does change the context. So... He spoke positively about Tuchel after the Villa game and, of course, has scored twice this week. So it was done three weeks ago. But just to remind you, he said, I'm not happy with the situation at Chelsea. So, Danny, I'll come to you first. Mm. The fact that it was done three weeks ago, does that change anything for you? Not, not really. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty damning what, what he's said. You know, it's something that when, when we all heard it, we were really surprised. It, it seems to have, have come out of the blue. One of the things I would say is that when you look at the timing of when the interview was supposedly done, it comes round about that period when he was playing in a, in a two with Timo Werner up front. And one of the interesting things was that you look at the, those two plays and you think, right, OK, well, Timo Werner's going to be the player that stretches the game and Lukaku's going to be one that comes a little bit short. Lukaku was still looking to stretch the game. When he first started his Chelsea career, he was playing as a lone front man. Played that at Everton, worked really well, played in a two when he was at Inter Milan. And he's gone back to playing that now. But there's a definite frustration from Lukaku because... He's obviously a record signing, so you build a team around him. I don't think that Chelsea play to Lukaku's strengths. And, you know, it's, it, it still doesn't make it right what he's come out and said. But there's, a, there's definitely a huge sense of frustration from him. Tim, you played mm. with Romelu Lukaku at Everton. So are you surprised by this outburst? Well, I'm surprised because he's not a venomous type of character. He's, he's pretty calculated. He's a good guy, a good teammate. And, you know, when I look at him talk about Tuchel... Uh, and, and name Tuchel, that's a, that's a big thing for a player mm-hmm. to do, to come out in the press and, and to say that the manager doesn't play a certain way. Um, 
Vicky's frustrated. Absolutely, I think he's frustrated. You know, the way that things happen at Inter, the way he left, whether he had to be sold for them to, to recoup some money for the club, et cetera, et cetera. He didn't get an opportunity to speak to the fans the way he wanted to and leave on, on his own terms. And I think for all the football clubs that he's been at, Inter is his spiritual home. It's where he found the most peace playing football. Even though when I spoke to him a couple weeks ago, he talked about unfinished business at Chelsea, and I think that was also mm. real, but I think it was a, a brave face to say, I'm here now. I have to come back and 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 you know, hopefully win some trophies. But this does seem out of character for him to speak in this way. Well, further on in the interview to Sky uh, Sky Sports Italy, he does talk about Inter Milan about how he's in love with Italy and he wants to go back, mm -hmm. not at the end of his career, but still trying to win trophies when mm -hmm. he's still in his prime. Where do you think this leaves Thomas Tuchel and Romelu Lukaku? Watch this space, right, Rebecca? I just think that. Uh, in the next few days, they have a big game coming up against mm -hmm. Liverpool this weekend. They're going to have to address this. Tuchel's going to have to address it. Uh, you know, you you hope that that Chelsea put forth Romelu Lukaku to address it prior to the game as well, um, because this needs some some sorting out. And look, I, I I wouldn't be surprised that if Tuchel didn't know about these comments um, prior they came prior to it being released. And so, look, I, he's played in the last two games. He scored. You know. This is a top-level football. They're trying to win a, a title. He's scoring goals. He should be on the pitch irregardless. The, the question, I think the question has to be asked is, is he a Tuchel signing? Mm. I think that's that's the one thing, you know, that, that that has to be asked. We know that Chelsea in the past, you know, at certain points they brought players in that, ne that don't necessarily suit how the manager wants to play. You don't have to look at Lukaku's career. At Everton, when he played alongside you, Tim, his two best seasons... Everton had like eighth or ninth highest possession. Same at Inter Milan, they were outside the top five possession. Chelsea don't play the way that Lukaku suits, which is to play on the counter-attacking, and they have the third best possession in the league. So time will tell, but that's the question I'd be looking at. Is he a Tuchel signing, or is it somebody else within the club? If he was unhappy three weeks ago, can he be happy now? <sighs> it's a difficult one for a player. All players want to be playing. It's as simple as that. But this still is going to cause problems within the club. There's no question about it. Whether he's happy or not, what's been said, you can't take that back. Well, we're monitoring what Lukaku is saying right now on his social media. Nothing yet from Lukaku, nothing yet from the club. If anything happens and developments in the story, we will, of course, bring it to you. Hi there, I'm Rebecca Lowe, studio host for NBC's coverage of the Premier League. Don't forget to hit subscribe to watch highlights all season long and be sure to tune in for Premier League mornings every weekend at 7am Eastern. And for even more content, head over to Peacock where we've got live games, original series and a dedicated round-the-clock Premier League channel featuring studio shows, classic matches and much more.